This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Well, hello and uh, welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. This is Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. With Golden Years Financial Advisors. And today we're going to talk about a topic that uh, we're going to talk about legacy planning, Michael, today. And if people want more information on this, uh, jump on our website at goldenyears-advisors.com or give us a call at 574-968-SWAN, 574-968-7926. This is the organization where SWAN stands for sleep well at night. And that's the way your legacy planning should be today. Of course, you can get into Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And don't ever uh, hesitate to uh, give us a call. Let us know what you like to talk about. Give us some input on the uh, show and uh, ask us some questions. That sound clear, Mike? Sounds great to me. And today we're going to just scratch the surface of legacy planning. We're going to talk about some of the basics, you know, what you should look at first. And if you have any questions, concerns, please reach out. And we'll probably do a later show where we really kind of dig into some more advanced legacy planning because legacy planning really involves a lot. A lot. It really does. And I think the first thing we should say up front is we are not attorneys. Right, Michael? Uh, We're here as financial advisors. Uh, We're here to cover the topic. When it comes to legal advice, you need uh, an attorney to be able to help you with a lot of the topics we're going to talk about today. But we're just going to talk about them from an advisory standpoint. And you know what? A lot of people have been dealing with this pandemic and looks like we got ourselves a few more months of this to go. I know we're all looking forward to getting over it. But families have been spending more time together And that's a good thing for the most part. Uh, I know I've enjoyed it myself, uh, but it is bringing up conversations about legacy planning and documents and the quote, what's going to happen to our estate in the event of passing, in the event of uh, maybe long-term care, these kinds of different things. So today we're going to talk about legacy planning, Michael. And before we do that, how you been doing? I've been doing pretty well. You know, staying busy, working a lot, and with the weather changing, trying to make sure I stay healthy so no one thinks I have coronavirus. <laughs> well, you know, you got to balance that sort of optimism and realism and your life. And uh, yeah, just, you know, trying to stay healthy. And it's a beautiful fall day today. We're both enjoying a cup of coffee, a cup of tea. And uh, as we roll right into legacy planning, and I'm really thinking that optimism and realism is really a good philosophy for most things. And that's our organization. So when we jump in here to legacy planning, uh, Michael, there was an article in Forbes magazine, uh, 10 financial and estate planning matters to think about during the crisis. And I think it really had some nice points in there uh, that we can uh, communicate with our listener today. So I know you looked at that article and we talked about that article. Uh, Why don't you start us off with uh, one of the first things about legacy planning. Legacy planning is very important. If you do not have a legacy plan in place, it's just going to leave everyone scrambling once that time comes. So the first point that we're well, going hey, to Michael, talk about. Well, hey, Michael, I got a question for you. What's a legacy plan? So a legacy plan is something that we want to have in place. I mean, as financial advisors, we like talking about the good things, but we have to talk about some of the bad things that might happen in life. And you know, there's one certain truth. One day our light will come to an end. 
and we have something to pass on to our families. If all the planning goes well and we have a plan in place, there is going to be a legacy that gets passed down to your family. So a legacy plan is planning for that next generation. It's planning for those hard times before it gets passed over to the next generation and we reach that goal. So one thing we're going to talk about is, you know, the first part of legacy planning is planning for those difficult times. And that's why we're going to bring up powers of attorney. Okay. So there is a couple of different kinds of powers of attorney. There's one for healthcare and there's also one for financial matters. All right. So you're thinking everybody needs uh, separate ones, not just one power of attorney, but you're telling me right now that there is a financial power of attorney called a durable power of attorney and one that's set up for healthcare, durable power of attorney for healthcare. Um, sometimes you, you can see that listed a little different, but that's what it is, is a, a specific document for healthcare and sort of a specific document for financial matters. So what is durable? So durable means that an individual has the power to make either those financial decisions or those healthcare decisions for another individual. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're saying durable is because that is always intact, not just when someone becomes incapacitated. Springing power of attorney is once you become incapacitated, then that individual is empowered to make those decisions. But durable power of attorney means they're always able to make that decision for another individual. Okay, so durable, I I could actually say I'm traveling maybe and I want to, it's a good time to list my house, okay? Yep. And I could have a durable power of attorney that says that you're my power of, a dur- power of attorney for financial matters. So I may be traveling for a month and enjoying some things and call back home and say, Michael, use my durable power of attorney. And then I'll sell the house to myself for real cheap. (laughs) But the point of it is you could actually call the realtor and list it uh, as a durable power of attorney. I do not have to be incapacitated, correct? Correct. You are definitely right. And power of attorneys, as I mentioned in my joke, are very important and very, you need to think about it a lot. I mean, you are entrusting your health, your financials to another individual. And it's very important to consider who can handle different portions of your life at a certain point in time. The financial aspects are very different than the healthcare aspects. And you have to kind of figure out who would be the best in the situation for which aspect of your life. Yeah, Michael, that's a great point uh, because sometimes you, it's not, maybe it's not just your children that should be financial uh, attorneys or durable power of attorneys or healthcare power of attorneys. You may have somebody else outside the family, but typically we see inside the family and we've seen some what we may consider mistakes uh, where we'll say the clients are going to say, well, our power of attorney is our oldest child. And that oldest child might not live here in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be some other things going on. So like a durable power of attorney for healthcare, it's important to have that person here locally and make sure you have a backup to that person. So it could be like in our family, it could be Michael, if available, otherwise Michelle, if available, otherwise Mitch. We did like the um names, by the way. And uh, <laughs> But that way, if somebody like, say you're traveling, we need a durable power of attorney for healthcare matters, then another person could step in and, and act on our behalf. Exactly. That's completely true. So again, durable power of attorney, you're always able to make those decisions. Springing power of attorney, when someone becomes disabled or incapacitated, that individual is able to make those decisions. Well, I think that's a great point, Michael, is making sure those power of attorneys are in place. Uh, That's one of the most important legal documents that we see uh, that people are walking around without. And, uh, And making sure that it's really clear that who you're communicating to your power of attorney 
where those documents are, I think that would probably be pretty important, Michael. Extremely important. It is very important to have a lot of documents listed out and available to your power of attorneys, to your family. So often we find as financial advisors that there's just no organization, that there's documents spread out all over the place. Or you know what? Sometimes those documents are in a safe and the combination is somewhere else. Yeah. So we're going to talk. Why don't we talk about that here in a couple minutes, a little more about organization. How's that sound? Uh, one thing on power of attorneys, if I can hit it real quick here is, you know what, if you're planning and getting your legal work in place and everything else, you may want to communicate with your parents uh, if your parents are still alive and try to get an understanding of what their legal work is if you haven't communicated. But, you know, Michael, as uh, as we have, a, Deb and I have adult children, obviously, Uh, It's important for somebody like yourself at your age to make sure that you have a power of attorney because if something happens to you, uh, there's HIPAA requirements and those kind of things that I could not get information to talk and work with doctors and those particular things. So those of you that are out there in your 20s and 30s, exceedingly important that you have those power of attorneys in place for your parents or whoever that person's designated person is going to be to be able to act on your behalf. Very good point. Very good point. I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, excellent. Well, I think it's one of the very important things about uh, starting to get together the uh, legal documents and for legacy planning. Again, we're talking about legacy planning here. Uh, At this point in time, Michael, our segment is pretty much up for our first segment here. So uh, we're going to come back and take a little break. Going to come back to some of these ideas about legacy planning, talk about maybe wills, trust, organizational tools, and those kind of things. So as we've mentioned before, we're talking about legacy planning today, and we've already mentioned powers of attorney and why they are so important to a legacy plan. That's really step one. So when it comes to legacy planning, it's so much easier to do when someone is happy, stress-free, healthy. It makes a big difference instead of waiting until the moment when you have no time left and everyone's just scrambling. Isn't that right? So do it it sooner than later. Is that right? Absolutely. That is definitely the way to do it. And the next part of power of attorneys, gosh, and the next part of legacy planning that I think we should bring up is wills and trusts. What do you think, Evan? I think that's a great idea. Um, A person should have a will or should have a trust. Now, we're not going to get into the differences today because we'll do that on another show. Difference between a will and a trust. And those things have to do with a lot of different personal aspects. But at least having a will in place to be able to direct the estate. Because again, legacy planning, those power of attorneys probably help you while you're alive. But when you pass away, it is the will that will give direction direction to the executor, or if it's a trust, a trustee, as to how to disperse of your estate and your wishes and desires. Again, your wishes and desire for the, your estate are involved in those documents. So extremely important to have a will in place or a trust. And again, we'll talk about the difference of that in another show because that will take quite a, quite a long time. But you must have those documents in place, in our opinion. I definitely agree with you, Kevin. And uh, not to dive in too far, but just a quick question, just so everyone knows and understands this. Does a beneficiary statement, a transfer on death statement, or a payable on death, does that trump a will? Or does a will, what it says in a will, trump the beneficiary statement? So, for example, if you have an IRA and I'm your beneficiary on that IRA, Mm -hmm. but on your will it says, let's say my sister is the one that's supposed to get that. Do I get that or does she get that? You know, perfect question. Uh, And it is that the beneficiary statement supersedes or trumps the will itself. So your beneficiary designations held up in court are the document, the statement that will designate those funds. 
So I'm going to give you another example on that one about beneficiary statements and making sure they're up to date because we're rolling right into this. You know, I've been doing this business for a while, Michael. And so I've had situations where I've sat across the table from a person and we've been doing a beneficiary audit because that's something we do here at this firm. We audit your beneficiaries and make sure they're in line with your desires. Because like in this situation, because things change, it didn't work so well. You're right. What ended up happening? This was a second marriage. And we've all heard about these stories, but they do exist out there. We're sitting down and I was asking about a life insurance beneficiary designation and asked the guy about his life insurance beneficiary designation. He goes, well, it's my spouse. And I realized that the number name I was looking at there was not the spouse that was sitting in the room. Oh, man. I bet, I yeah. bet she was... Uh livid. It was an awkward situation and it became the number one thing on his list of life to do is to make sure that his current wife was the distant beneficiary because in actuality, had he passed, his life insurance would have went to his ex-wife, even though the will said something else. Wow. That is, uh, that's incredible. So very important to do beneficiary <laughs> audits. I'm be- I bet they were pretty happy once the, the shock set in after a little bit. Definitely were. And again, we, you need to work with an advisor, Michael, that that lines these things up. And you got to make sure that the will or a trust, uh, everything's in line with beneficiary statements and make sure it's done appropriately and accurately and communicated. So the other part of this, uh, I will say we'll roll into beneficiary statements just a little bit, is this whole idea of potentially disinheriting which is really unique. It comes down to this idea of called purse therapies or per capita designation on beneficiary statements. So just a quick example, and we see this once in a while where uh, a beneficiary designation may be three children and it's done on a per capita basis. So if one of those children's pass away, instead of the estate being distributed into three, it's distributed into two. And maybe that one child that passed away has grandchildren. And you all know we love our grandchildren even more than our kids, right? So (laughs) the point what ended up happening there is that third where that one child passed away while the parents were thinking, hey, that money should go to the grandchildren. They basically disinherited the grandchildren. And that third actually went over to the other two. So the other two split at 50-50. So important to know how the beneficiary statement is listed. So real quickly, per stirpes per capita, another thing to good, have a good advisor with a, with a good audit on beneficiary statements. Yeah, and just to kind of recap that, so it sounds like per stirpes is by the bloodline, whereas per capita is by the head. That's exactly right. It's a good way to put it. A uh, good way to summarize it there so too. Follow so, the bloodline per stirpes, follow the bloodline. Exactly. Exactly. And just something else on beneficiaries that just came to mind was something called a tax law change with the secure act. Tax laws change. Tax laws change. Yeah. They change once in a while. Okay. And it, did, did something happen with the beneficiary statements when it came on say qualified funds with the secure act, Mike? So pretty much what the new law is with qualified funds, IRAs, when someone passes, they must be fully liquidated within a 10 year period. And that's it, period. Okay. Done and over. We covered that on a past show. So if you want to go back in and look at Secure Act, CARES Act, these kind of things, it was a past show. Get on our website, take a look at those. We're going to cover more of that later, but taxes are always important, are they not, Michael? I couldn't agree more, Kevin. So we've talked about powers of attorney, very important to have in place. We talked about wills and trusts, also very important to have in place. I think then the next step would be some communication with the family, discussing with the family and gathering information to make 
things as easy as possible for those power of attorneys, for those beneficiaries of your estate, right? Yeah, I, this is the place where things mess up the most. And my years of practice here is communication. So let's conclude this show here talking a little bit about communication because these situations of legacy planning, when durable power of attorneys are put in place and utilized, when a, when a will is being utilized, when beneficiary statements are being utilized, it's a stressful time. It, there's a lot of stress because somebody has passed, somebody's become incapacitated, and this is a stressful time. Communicating prior to all this is incredibly important. So let's talk about the importance of a system and communication in there, Michael. Um, document location. I mean, there's a, you need to know I mean, how many people out there have been an executive in the state who have went through file drawers after file drawers trying to find something they need. And then all of a sudden, five years later, something all of a sudden comes in the mail and they, oh, here's an extra life insurance policy. These <laughs> things happen. So putting it together and the kind of things, what's the kind of things that we want to put together in that file, Michael? Everything. The okay. more, the better, honestly. So we're looking at life insurance policies. We're looking at health policies, different account numbers. Uh, one thing that I think is extremely important is the attorney that someone's working with, the mm -hmm. financial advisor somebody's working with, the CPA that somebody's working with, so that there's another individual that an executor or family members can reach out to and ask for help and assistance. Uh, funeral arrangements, and you know, of course, the I love you note, the desire for estate distributions, you what they plan on doing. All those are extremely important and need to be organized and not just laying around everywhere and not just sitting in the family vault that only one person has the combination to and you know what? Lost the sheet of paper. Right. Well, you know, and on that, a lot of people in the past and understandably put money or put money, put documents and all these kinds of different things in their safety deposit box at the bank. Not saying it's not good to have one, but access can be limited. Can it not? I can't agree with you more. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad idea. I'm not saying a safe is a bad idea. I'm just saying as time is advanced, there are more are better ideas is what I would say. I mean, we have a tool that we use here that is... Yeah like a technological safe, is it not? Yeah, and actually we call it the generational vault. Uh, it's a 2048-bit encrypted uh, vault uh, on our website called the generational vault, and all of our clients have access to that. And that particular um, technology-based vault, if you will, allows people to store all their important documents um, within that vault. So even like when you're traveling, let's go back to durable power of attorney for healthcare. Let's say you're traveling and, you know, Michael, I think in all of our seminars that we've done together, we've had one person that actually travels with their power of attorney statement. <laughs> and she wasn't traveling very much anymore. No, no, she wasn't. But how many people take a trip to Florida, wherever it happens to be, happens to have their durable power of attorney for healthcare matters with them and something happens? How nice would it be able to get onto a site like our clients can do, get onto our site, hit the generational vault, go into their file, very simple and very easily, download their durable power for, of attorney for healthcare matters, print it off on a PDF and hand it to the administrator and get on with taking care of your loved one. So this is a, this is a technologically based 2048 bit encrypted vault. We're very happy to be able to offer that to our clients, but you can list all these things and organize. And that's the point. If it's not this, use something else where you can list it organize it and make sure that your executors, your power of attorneys, uh, designated power of attorneys have access to all these things. The more you organize in there, folks, the easier and more seamless this is going to be for the family. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. And I think that's one of the reasons why working with a financial service professional is also important. Someone that will help you organize, somebody that will help an executor if 
Worst comes the past. Somebody that is there along the way. You bet. And let's finish it up with one concept that we think is exceedingly important. And we do facilitate these here for people too. Again, we're talking about our practice. I know we are, but these are just some of the best practices that we have to offer here on the podcast. And that is a family meeting, communication. And in that family meeting, getting everybody together, uh, it can be done even over uh, upcoming holidays. Why we're talking about this today. It's a really nice, simple meeting. It's not a downside, hey, what happens when we're past and gone and these kind of things. It's just communicating. Here's the documents. Here's where they're at. Here's our wishes. Here's our desires. Because a lot of time, especially when it comes to personal property, we've seen some families torn apart because parents have not uh, communicated how they want their personal property. It could be a picture on a wall. It could be a rug on a floor. You never know What's how important. much value something has to a certain individual. You're absolutely right. And it's those little things, most goals of most parents and families is to keep a legacy intact, maximize the legacy for the family, not the government and taxation, right? But to make sure, because it's got to come back to taxes again, <laughs> always sneaking that in there, but making sure that it's done in a, a seamless manner so that your family can take care of the, the big issues when it's the person passing and take care of each other. So take care of those smaller matters, communicate, tell me how you want distributions done, leave a little I love you note, make sure everything's in place. Hey, if you can pre-plan funeral arrangements, that is a beautiful thing. So the kids don't have to deal with that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you, Kevin. And you know, those conversations can be a little bit difficult sometimes, but they don't have to be. I mean, you'd be more than willing to help facilitate and help carry on that conversation to make it as lighthearted as possible, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's probably one of our most humbling and blessing moments really is to be able to sit with the family and be able to facilitate that communication because and sometimes this is just not topic of conversation. And we have one of our conference rooms set up just to do that real nice conference conference room set up where we can just facilitate a family discussion. And, and you know what? It's always been well received and everybody's walked out relieved. Again, sleep well at night. You know, so, hey, we've covered a ton of information, Michael, today, a lot of information for people to think about, uh, especially in legacy planning. Do um, you think everybody's a little overwhelmed? I'm thinking so. And it's so funny to me to think that there is so much more that we could have discussed. So while you're overwhelmed, these are the basic points. Once you have this in place, you're going to feel significantly better. This is the core. This is the base. This is the foundation of legacy planning. That's true. And we sort of flew at maybe 5,000 feet as, as the old saying would go. So there's a lot of topics today that came out that I think we can really drill down on that are exceedingly important. And maybe, you know, make sure that you're getting the right uh, professional attorney, these kind of things to be able to address these particular things. But you know what? We're uh, out of time for today's segment. Uh, uh, one thing I think I would leave it with is work with a professional and communicate. It's probably the two things that I would leave it with. How about you, Michael? Same here. Very important. Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to our next podcast. Hope you guys uh, all enjoyed the information that was in this one. Again, this is Kevin Anthony. And this is Michael Anthony. We're with Golden Years Financial Advisors. Our website is goldenyears-advisors.com. Our phone number 574-968-SWAN, 574-968-7926. Give us a call at any time. We appreciate listening and can't wait till next week for our next topic. Take care now. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.